So my name is Sierra. I am a MFA communication design student at Pratt. And I'm a um yes so it's gonna be all women all black millennial age women awesome and from like different actually they don't really have to be like different forms of sexuality they mainly just have to be um it's mainly just uh black millennial age women that are like comfortable enough to be to like talk about it mm. in um kind of like a public sort of forum thing because I know, like, not everybody's comfortable with talking about that and being recorded, even if it's not going to have, like... Because I have the option with some people to have their name on it, or not, or just mm-hmm. do a nickname, or a fake name, whichever they prefer. Okay. No, I'm cool. Yeah. But, um, the first question is, do you express your sexuality differently online and offline? Um, a little bit. Online is a little bit more of a censored version of me. Um, still with the goofy sex jokes and corny deep jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I try not to make my online presence um, hypersexual or oversexual because I just don't want people to think that that's all I am or all I'm about. Um, in real life, I'm pretty gross <laughs> I like sex I like joking about sex um, I don't know in in real life I'm just a lot more open and free with with a lot of things um, more so than online because online you can't erase that like yeah. people see it people don't take you seriously even though I don't see a big deal about it yeah cause like I'm kind of sort of similar that way I kind of like avoid talking about like like just sex in general with people that I feel won't be as open to the conversation or like people that I feel like they would be uncomfortable with me even talking about it but then I feel like with certain topics I'm kind of specifically sexually I'm kind of like I feel like every like I understand personally like what you mean by like you don't want the how you express your sexuality to be kind of like the only thing they see about you because I feel like with a lot of people people don't think about or at least when people are online they don't think about how like as like as people each of us is very like intersectional what I mean by that is like we have like different aspects of ourselves where it's just like different characters it's kind of combined together to where it's kind of like we're each kind of our own unique being right um yeah i feel like that's kind of like the weird thing about like social media is that sometimes you only see uh one aspect of the person that might be considered the most popular within media right yeah okay yeah yeah i agree I, I I think about that kind of like a little bit. I was looking around a little bit, but um, who like for the like next question? I wanted to ask you, who is your sexuality icon? Who is my sexuality icon? Yes. Um. Oh my goodness, Tiana freaking Taylor. <laughs> she is pretty awesome. Huh? 
Like, literally a sexually liberated mm-hmm. goddess. Yeah. Like, I literally love her on every level. She just does what she wants, says what she wants. Yeah. And she's just like, fuck everybody who, care, who doesn't care or doesn't agree. And I just really love that about her. Like, she's just free and, like, open and willing to be herself at all moments. And it's just so admirable. Yeah. Like, I really like her, um, I forgot which video specifically, but, like, she has a lot of, like, even, like, the way she dances is very sexual, but she also, like, owns it in kind of a way where it's, like, almost like a powerful thing. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. I agree. 100%. Yeah. Do you have, like, a specific, like, moment that you actually liked, uh, that she kind of, like kind of exuded her sexuality in some way yes she had this video with karani this was yeah i've I've seen that one yeah yes that one um also karani Um, but that video with karani was just so super powerful and it just talks about a whole lot of stuff in one like one video like she was talking about LGBT community, LGBTQ, yeah. um, talking about that in the black sense, in the um, in the uh, woman of color sense. Because Connie is a black, but she definitely a woman of color. Um, yeah, I I don't really remember specifically because I I'm pretty sure like Kalani specifically was I think biracial, but I'm not sure all the details of that. Yeah, I know that she is a black and. Like some part of her is black, but I don't remember. Like, is it is she just biracial or what? But then I did a while back look. Mm-hmm. But then I also feel like with Kalani and also like Tiana Taylor, they kind of like exude sexuality in a way you kind of don't quite label it. Like. You know how, like, with some forms of sexuality, like, when you express it, you kind of, like, automatically think, hey, this is, like, like, the way, like, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, it's kind of, like, the epitome of what you think of as black sexuality. I feel like the way that, that Tiana Taylor and Kalani express their sexuality is very, like, fluid and and kind of without, almost like it's without labels, if that makes sense. I don't really know how to explain it. Do you hear me? Oh, oh hey. First Can you some, hear me? Yeah, for some reason you're upside down. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, my mic's not working. You can hear me though? Yeah, I can hear you. I can't hear you. Oh, that is weird. Okay, I'm going to rejoin. Hold on. Okay. Hello? Hello. Can you hear me? Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, that's good. Okay, um... Just repeat what you said again. Uh, what I was saying is I feel like with Kalani and Tiana Taylor, their sexuality is kind of like 
almost so, or at least the way they express it feels so fluid where you kind of almost don't feel like there's a label, can be like a label put on it. If yeah. that, I don't know, because the thing is, it's like the way they express their sexuality is very, I don't know. It's like very, I don't know. I feel like it's like almost like a freeing experience. Yeah. Yeah, rather than just being like, hey, this person is black and this is how they express their sexuality. Right. Um, but would you say that both of both Kalani and Tiana Taylor are both your black sexuality icons? Um, or would you say that's a different thing? No, I um, actually would say that they go hand in hand. Um, I think that if I, if it wasn't them, then I would probably have another black sexuality icon. But because it's because they're both women of color, I think that they are pretty much what exudes that for me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. When did you when did you start to see your sexual identity reflected in media, and what Ooh. did you think about it? Um, that's difficult. I want to say. When I started getting into watching, like, MTV and BET, Mm -hmm. um, probably around, like, middle school age, um, like, Rap City and stuff like that, and, um, yeah, I would definitely say around that age, because they were, I was watching things that were, like, catered to, really catered to black women, it was really catered to Um, because there wasn't anything like that wasn't demeaning about it everybody was sexy in the sense of like like what a man would think is sexy but yeah like how I would see myself I guess at that age I would say MTV and BET around uh, circa 2008 wow yeah like in that time like did you have like a specific kind of memory that comes to mind that makes you think about specifically that time? Um, I have a specific memory. I don't know. Maybe, maybe like um, either things like Rap City, um, and I think that was BT. Um, and then. I remember Sierra coming out, like, singing, and literally, I was just like, oh, okay, so that's me, like, in a person, like, not literally because her name is Sierra, but because, Mm -hmm. like, she just was, like, this, like, gorgeous, tall, sexual, like, I'm a dancer, I'm a singer, and it was relatable, like, she was like, yeah, so I would say probably Sierra and, like, um, rap city and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. What role does pop culture or white influence over culture play in how you view your black female sexuality? Say that again. Um. What role does pop culture or white influence over culture play in how you view black sexuality? It's that's a hard question. <laughs> that's a really hard question. 
But think of it in terms of, like, do you think, like, pop culture kind of, like, changes, like, how you think of black, uh, black sexuality or, like, or do you, or have you thought about how, like, it could possibly be um, changed based off of, like, what's popular at the time or kind of what traditional, like, uh, or at least what specific, like, things are, like, popular at the time? Um, I would, I would say yes. I would definitely say, like, I think sexuality, especially black sexuality, definitely changes with the time. Um, I think that, like, things like, I'm trying to think of, like, something specific, but even, like, like, drag wouldn't be considered sexy, you know? Or stuff like, like, um, and that's, like, something that, like, women just love for ourselves. Like, mm. women love RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, yeah. gay, straight, or otherwise. We just love it. And to us, that exudes, like, and it, of course, not for everyone, but for a lot of us, that exudes, like, sexuality and sexy and, and sensualness. And we're looking at a bunch of, like, like men and trans men in drag, like, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. like, I think that, like, definitely with the times, things definitely change, and um, I think that sexy is just a, it's becoming more of a fluid thing where we can define mm-hmm. sexy for ourselves. Like, we don't have to have someone who doesn't have a vagina tell us what sexy is. Yeah. Or how to be sexy or anything like that. Yeah, because I, I understand what you mean, because I go to, or at least have seen, like, a few drag-related shows at the House of Yes, mm-hmm. and they're, like, very much kind of, like, so I feel like the House of Yes in general is kind of, like, very much all their, like, all of their shows are in some way empowering to whoever's performing. Right. But it also exudes, like, a level of sexuality within almost every performance where it's kind of, like their or at least that person's sexuality or like their the way they choose to express sexuality is very like empowering to that person's well as like the viewer. Right. Um so like there's a yeah, there are a few that I actually have that I recorded or like took pictures of and it's very like be- beautiful but then it's also like very cool. Right. But yeah, that, I think, yeah, that was the last question. <laughs> oh, cool. Did all the rest of them go that fast? No, this is actually the fastest one. <laughs> really? I'm yeah. Sorry, my answer probably sucked. <laughs> oh, no, no. It's just like, I think it's mainly just like, I think in the moment you kind of knew what you wanted to say, because I wanted to kind of be, so I did kind of pre-share like questions with everyone, but I also <laughs> wanted it to kind of be like something where they have the questions and they option it's optional to look at them, but you don't have to. So it's okay. almost so it's almost like it could be like a conversation between like me and the other person about how they feel about sexuality and how okay. they feel about just the expression of sexuality in public versus private. Because I feel like public versus uh, public is more like an offline thing, but private is almost like an online thing. Because I feel like. 
or it might just be that both are kind of a combination of public and private. Okay. Because with online, I feel like we kind of like censor ourselves, but then we kind of express one facet of ourselves within like each form of media, but it's also more of like also something that we wouldn't express, like some things we wouldn't necessarily express in public. Right. So like, um, say like if someone was to like do like more, more or less like them, like have like a more like sexual Instagram like lingerie and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, where they kind of express their sexuality a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I feel like with some people, they probably wouldn't express it that way in public, but they express it another way. Right. To where it's kind of like they're they're taking ownership of their sexuality, but just not in, in public sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I've definitely met people who are like as sexual as they are on Instagram mm-hmm. in real life. And then I've met people who are like as prude as they are in like, <laughs> real life as they are like on Instagram. And it like, it just really honestly does depend on the woman. It does yeah. depend on like, on not only her upbringing, but mm-hmm. like how she like, like some of your questions, like how she perceives herself in um, the media how she sees other women on social media, what she believes is like, like, uh, like if she has like a traditional sense, like mindset, or if she's just like more liberated and progressive. Um, there's like a lot of facets that go into how a woman like portrays herself in public and online. Yeah, because with me, I feel like it depends on more of who are, who's the possible audience. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like for like if I'm talking to more like of people that I grew up with related to like the church community I feel like I wouldn't have specific conversations with them related to sexuality but I would be like because I've had conversations with my roommates involving like just sexuality as well as like sexual like acts and stuff like that but like I feel like And this is kind of weird to say sometimes. Is like I feel like sometimes we have to filter ourselves depending on who we're talking to. Yeah, yeah, I find that a lot. Yeah, sometimes it sucks, but then I also know like it makes some people more comfortable that way. Yeah, I think one of the things that I'm definitely like learning and like mm-hmm. understanding is that I don't have to like, filter <laughs> myself. Sorry. <laughs> I don't have to filter myself. Like, I can say whatever the fuck I want to say, and people either like it or they don't. And it's something I'm just becoming more like open with. Um, and I like definitely thank my mom for like just how she raised me and like she was raised in like where she couldn't like having an opinion. A kid couldn't have an opinion, basically. Yeah, my mom like talks about the same thing, but then she's also like one of those people who is like. Uh, she's very independent in a way where, like, she does expect us to kind of, like, at least know how to do some things by ourselves and not just to be dependent on somebody else to do it for us. Right. That was, honestly, that was a pretty interesting discussion. Yeah. It was fun. <laughs> it was. If you need me to do it again, just, you know, holla at me. 
Yeah. Well, I'm just going to sign off from the recording, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, this is... Bye.